Hey everybody, this is Adam, the co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, we have switched our subscription service from ConnectPal to Patreon. If you've tried ConnectPal in the past and weren't happy with it, we totally understand. That's one of the reasons we switched. You can still get every episode of our podcast completely ad-free for just $5 a month on a platform that works on all of your podcast apps and phones and various gadgets. So head to patreon.com slash unpops, see what kind of stuff we have to offer. There's all kinds of good things. And uh, thanks. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best rap albums of all time, with special guests, Quincy Johnson and Greg Edwards. Welcome to ListCast, everybody. How's it going? God damn it, somebody say something. <laughs> oh, all right. I thought we were talking to the fuck. I'm chilling, man. <laughs> you know, we were talking Just got to... off work. I'm okay. relaxed. There you go. You know, about to talk about... Uh, Best rap albums. Yeah, man. One of my favorite genres of music ever, man. You know, hip-hop is beautiful. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Someone asked us to do this a couple weeks ago. I don't remember who it was, but... And then someone I was, insulted I was me into when they the found idea. that I was going to be on the episode. I was yeah, someone said, Quincy that. listens to rap music. Wow, Quincy. And yeah, I man. said, I was kinda surprised, hurt, too. Kind of hurt my heart. Man. Oh, wow, Quincy. <laughs> Let them take it to Texas on you, man. Texas so, is pure in hip-hop. Let's uh, introduce the guests quick. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm the host, obviously, in case you're listening to this podcast for the first time. Hi, I'm Quincy Johnson II. I'm with this dude. Uh, yep. I'm Greg Edwards. Yeah. We're all comics. Yeah, yeah comedians. We, we say stuff. And we're all, sometimes giggle. We're all on this podcast to talk about best rap albums of all time. All time. That's so hard. It, it really was. It it's was hard. This is, we do a lot of these where it's, it's really obvious we could probably do two or three episodes. So we'll probably revisit this at some point. But, I'll still uh, win. It's fine. No, I'm gonna win. <laughs> no, no, I mean, fine. we've already it's it's been decided. I mean, I know I'm gonna win. That's things that's are in fine. retrograde. It's been decided. Let's oh, where, where I mean, just because I have the best picks. That's all. I feel like we're very well rounded. <laughs> Let's uh, to just uh, go through the rules quick. The way it works, we each uh, go through our picks one at a time and explain to the people why we picked it, why we think it deserves a spot among the five best rap albums of all time. After we've gone through our picks, then we each take turns kicking one off the list. Oh, all right, all right. And we each get to kick two off the list. Nice. Uh, so anything you think doesn't belong, kick it off. And then the uh, that that whittles us down to a list of nine. Okay. That puts like one pick between the both of you, so. Just... <laughs> oh, man. I got to look at Quincy's again. <laughs> So that'll take us down to a list of nine, at which point someone will save one. And what we've been doing the past couple of weeks, we, we let someone in the audience uh, decide which one gets saved. Okay. So whoever comments me first right now gets to do the save. For uh, Who was it that was lobbying to be the one who gets to do the save? Uh, uh-oh. Uh, Bob Loverate just won it. Why are my Andrew Bogut lost it in a? You came in so. Oh, it was close. Andrew was close. Bogut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bogdan. Right, I was about to say, where are you I'm, listening? We were talking. I was talking basketball earlier. <laughs> Bogut popped in my head. Bogut. Where is Andrew he Andrew no Bogdan. No Bogdan. He got no Bogdan. kneecaps. Bogdan's Mr. The one? Bogdan. Mr. Bogdan's the one. No, Andrew... it looks like it looks like the first one to say me was Bob Loverate. Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. Bob, I, oh yeah, Bob Loverate. That's a pretty great name. Yeah, so Bob. Bogdan, man, I was I was rooting for you, bro. I was. You was you was, you you was number three in the playbill, but number one in my heart. Who, who was number two, Quincy? Number because two if, was Glenn Tucker. Because if Bob Loverate disappears before the end of this, Glenn Tucker, we need we need a second. So Glenn Tucker, you're on deck to so, save. It's a nice porn name. Yeah, Glenn yeah. Tucker. Andrew, you've got they're about, both pretty great porn Andrew, names. You've got you twenty right. minutes to track both of them down and make them disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that's going to save you now, Andrew. So let's get to it. Right. Uh, oh, and yeah, and after they save the audience, we put up a poll and the audience votes, and whatever they decide are the top five rap albums of all time. Okay, that's how the 
That's how the list goes. We have to accept it, just like a presidential election. I'm into that. I'm into <laughs> no matter that. how sad it makes us, we have to accept it. Just got to move on. <laughs> oh, man. Fight the fight that we can actually win. <laughs> All right. So uh, who wants to go first? I will. Right. Quincy's going to go first. Absolutely no problem with that. Uh, Quincy, what's first, your first pick? First pick I'm throwing out. Just, you know, it, it's uh, this album, Monumental in Hip Hop. Monumental in the in the exposure of the group that some would argue is the greatest rap group of all time. Outcast Equimini. Right. Now huh? I know most people are gonna hear me this and go, Speaker Box Love Below won the Grammy. You have to understand, Outcast gained the popularity that put them in the running for Speaker Box and Love Below to be a crossover success off of the strength of the Equimini album. Yeah. It's yeah. their best album. Now, Equimini, is that, that's Elevators, right? No, no, no. no that no. was uh, AT Aliens. That's AT Aliens. Yeah. Okay, what's Which the... Been, that would have been my pick if I was picking it. Equimini is, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, <clears throat> oh, Bombs okay. Over bom- Baghdad, oh, Art of Storytelling. Wait, right? isn't uh, Miss hip- Jackson is on Stankonia, isn't it? No. Nah, is it? Hold up. You're yeah, right about is. Bombs Over Baghdad. That's on Equimini. That is Equimini. You're right. Dun, 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 and dun, so dun, is dun, dun, uh, Rosa Parks is on Equimini. Rosa Parks is on Equimini. Maybe, you know what? Maybe Miss Jackson isn't on Equimini. Yeah, I think Miss Che. I mean, it doesn't matter. Equimini is still a great album. Yeah, God but, damn it. but, but, uh, but Equimini is just, it was, it was the album that put Outkast on the map that I got agree. them a Grammy. I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. So I'm going with Equimini. All right. All right. It's a good pick. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. It's all right. I don't know about greatest album, but you know, it's nice. I like Andre and his perm. You know, he was rocking the perms. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, see, that's and, that. and also that's when the Erica Badu influence had gotten in but hadn't corrupted. Yeah. So <laughs> corrupted. He, was, he was in the running for greatest MC. He was, <laughs> still he was is, killing still the game. Is. Still is in and, the running. And, yeah, you got you to gotta, gotta show love to it. Bombs over bag. I think I feel like you're thinking of Stankonia. No, no, no. Because that's the one with bombs over bag. I'm sorry. I, I, you made you made me smoke the lemon meringue. My brain got all discombobulated. Stankonia is, is bombs over bag. Bombs yeah, over bag. Yeah, yeah. no, okay. So Equimini, fresh, so clean. Equimini is uh, Rosa Parks. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I didn't even look up the. <laughs> look. I think it's just Rosa Parks. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, there's, there's art of storytelling's on. That there. is true. Them and Slick. That's, that's yeah. A nice that's one. on. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to look up the track list. I was trying to pay attention to the chat. Sorry. I think he was thinking stank on me. Too. <laughs> I like that with you, Adam. Still a dope album. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm, either I'm way, not, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Greg Edwards, what's your first pick? Uh, my first pick, I'm gonna have to go with um, you know, everybody's favorite hip hop album, uh, Nas Illmatic. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, as a as a young child of the '80s and the '90s, I remember when Nas Illmatic came out in my elementary, I mean, my middle school in eighth grade. Yeah. And I remember our teacher letting us uh, bump Nas Illmatic on the last day of school. And it was like we are. I mean, when they played "Life's a Bitch and Then You Die," it was like all these little 13, 14-year-olders. You felt like the weight of the world on our shoulders. And I mean, it was just a just a pure pure hip hop album from a sixteen-year-old kid from New York mm-hmm. that got all that jazz and soul in his in his in his soul already. Love that album. Yeah, yeah, it's a great Pro- album. Pro- probably a perfect album. I think so too. It's and only I, got nine songs. No filler. No, nothing. only one guest verse. AZ, yeah. right? Yeah, that's AZ it, right? on Life's a Bitch. Yep. So Dude. many great producers. Like MC everyone, Search. everyone did all their best shit they for that did. album. They did. And they knew, I feel like, you know, I've watched the Nas documentary and it was felt like they all knew this dude was like, this dude was different. Yeah. Yeah. Big Nas fan. Virgo, too. I'm a big, big Nas fan. <laughs> that's a great song. Yeah. With, yeah. The one with Dougie with Fresh. The Virgo. I think he's the 10th. Yeah, he's the 10th. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great pick. That was that was initially on my list. I saw you had a good list. Then, I, yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoyed your second list too. I enjoyed both of you guys' list. I appreciate no, that. No female loves on the list though. You, you know, guys. I Come almost on. I almost put an uh, MC Light album on. Come on, mm. right? Come on. I think Light Light deserves a lot. She yeah. like an honorable mention, but album, honorable? full album. Man. Light as a rock full is a great album. album. Por- uh, Georgie Porgy? Full yeah. Yeah. No, we're not talking about one song. We're talking full oh, album. Light as a rock. Yeah. Start to finish. Can't get that. I'm an 80s, 90s dude, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Sister, you know, I remember the whole blonde in the hair, you know, the polka dot shit. You know? yeah. yeah, I almost put a salt with a deadly pepper They were the dope, list. too. They were so dope. For greatest album. Ah. So what is wrong I with mean, you? I mean, you got to... 
You're just doing that for fucking it doesn't novelty feel- sake. <laughs> it, they have no chance of winning. I mean, I... I, I can see. Yeah, you're I right. guess they don't. Yeah, I mean that's ultimately why I didn't put them on the list. Okay. But okay, it still need to be mentioned. It just what just was, feels weird. What was your first pick, sir? My first pick. Uh, this is probably an obvious one. N.W.A. Straight Out of Compton. Ooh, nice, scary album. That is an album. If it came out today, <laughs> it would still hit. Like <laughs> it's it, so hard. It's it's damn near timeless. There's one or two songs they probably could have left off, but really kicked the door open for west coast rap oh totally i mean they weren't the first like ice t did it first Mm -hmm. but this was the group though yeah it was a group and they were just like they were so in your face they were blake i mean niggas with attitude yeah (laughs) in the the, what what year was that it was like it was 88 i had to like explain (gasps) like my parents were really lax in what they would let me buy as far as music so when i brought that tape home and they were like, what's NWA mean? Like, I didn't know how to explain that I couldn't tell them. <laughs> it's like, I like I got to get a friend over here to talk uh, to you about this. Yeah. We don't say like, that word. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they scared me. I remember that. I remember watching that video. They scared I wasn't, me. I wasn't These allowed dudes. to listen to their music. These it was dudes. just the name alone. Every My mom's Southern Baptist. It nah. wasn't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Not, in, yeah. not even close. Totally. Yeah, everything about it was just so over the top and aggressive and especially it's such a great album too. Yeah, like yeah. it's aged so fucking well. It, it what I mean what what can you say about it? Straight out of Compton. Beautiful album. Yep. Well, Freedom of Speech. Before NWA, yeah. the scariest black rap group was Two Life Crew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was, that was scary. Level, but that was sexually, like, sexually I heard scary. Band in the USA on the radio the other day. What a corny fucking oh, song. That all is. of it's corny. Oh, oh he's so hard. Just a great sample. <laughs> but they were of, they were scary. They were scary, nasty. <laughs> yeah. As corny these, as yeah. they were. But these dudes, you thought NWA, you was like, oh, these guys are gonna rob us. <laughs> yeah, they They're were legitimately scary. I saw them in concert when Ice Cube was still in the group i was 12 years old yeah and it was the most exciting fucking thing probably still that i've ever done like the just the He's atmosphere sex, guys. Oh, sorry. like <laughs> it was it was like in a barn basically like it was on a on the fairgrounds like where they have 4-h shit okay all right so it all was right. just like a shed and there were like 600 people packed in there and it was such a great fucking show wow. yeah wow uh, that yeah. sounds i would love to see a w in a shed yeah that's I'm I'm still really glad I got to see that. I saw I saw Beyonce at the Houston Fair <laughs> before it, like before it was Beyonce or Destiny's Child. It was just like I these bitches about to sing, and yeah. that's that was that Beyonce. was Destiny's Child. Oh, that was Destiny's Child, man. man. All right, all but right. that, I mean Beyonce's leading that group, and nobody cares. We want to see a monkey ride a dog. You know what I mean? Everybody been in that position at one point, man. <laughs> Look at it now. Chris, we have a comment. Chris Guillamandegue. Uh, if I if I got that name right, holy shit! He says I know no one will agree, but Tribe Called Quest low end theory was great. I, me and Quincy we, talked about we that. Talked we about right almost uh, I almost picked Midnight Marauders, but low end theory. That's mine. That's really, my yeah, favorite. Tribe. I like Midnight Marauders a lot better. The intro. Who's doing intros like that? Who's yeah. having that ghost? You know, so great. It's beautiful. Puts you in the right mode. Just it's great energy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, almost Chris. So, Almost made it. <laughs> he said qu- close on the <laughs> last name. Yeah, that's good enough. All right, Quincy, what's your next pick? My next pick uh, is a, a rapper's debut album. But this because this album is possibly the greatest rap debut album in rap history, you have to put it in the running for greatest rap album of all time, Notorious Big, Ready to Die. Yeah. That's an yeah. album that to this day has aged perfectly has not lost a single step on any track biggie is in the running for a lot of people for greatest rapper alive and he only dropped two studio albums yeah one of them was this yeah and it's a classic yeah yeah ready to die i'm i've always been more of a like biggie and tupac are like the prince and michael of rap like yeah you everyone kind of likes one way more than the other of course Mm -hmm. i've always i've always been way more into biggie just I don't know I don't know why I, just, I, I grew up in the Midwest I, just, I could I could have it either way it's that close you know that Midwest is still still close to uh, that East Coast though yeah yeah I felt the same way until I moved to California and like all my West Coast friends just started really pushing Pac on me mm-hmm. and I started listening to Pac in different ways and hearing stories about you know the drama that Pac got into and stuff 
So it made me start like appreciating them both. But I, I just, I love Biggie's just chillness. Yeah. You know, a fat guy that's cool with just being fat, you know, the 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 warning video, he just, he's just fat with his girls and, he, you know, sexy fat. That's what people yeah. call Biggie. You know, he, I mean, and, and you know what? Somebody just uh, commented that the skits in Ready to Die were kind of annoying. Yes, we did have to suffer through. <laughs> All skits in the history Biggie. of rap. We had to suffer through Biggie simulating sex breathing. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> we got you can't have the good without the bad. Was that the first time somebody was sucking dick on a on an album? Yeah, I, I believe so. <laughs> that was the first time I, I heard believe it so on an album. Yeah. Maybe you know you know what? It deserves a spot just for that. I think so. I thought they had one on one of the Death Row albums, but it may have been later. It may have been yeah, later. That was yeah. Death Row would have been yeah. later. Yeah, I think. Sure. That's Snoop a good pick. Yeah, okay. good That's pick. a really good pick. Greg Edwards, what's all your next pick? All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to hit you guys with this one since I've been talking about the ladies. I'm going to go with uh, Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Now, I can't now, let you allow this. I can't I, allow well, this. See, see, a lot of people, this. Lot of people nah. won't allow this, but if you think the Fugees was dope, you know, a lot of people love the Fugees. Lauren Hill is a rapper. Lauren Hill is a rapper. I've heard her spit rhymes and eat up people that we think are hot. Lauren Hill yeah. is a rapper, still is a rapper. When she went to jail, she put out this dope-ass track on SoundCloud that she was just, I mean, just flipping up words. I mean, doper than Kendrick. Uh, I think Lauren deserves to have one of the, I mean, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of the greatest albums ever, but I think it should be nominated as a hip-hop album. It's very hip-hop. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I would call it a rap. You can't call... That you you can't say that's not a rap album and call like a Drake album a rap album. I totally wouldn't call it because Drake's that's there's a lot of singing on a Drake singing. album too. A lot of but it's never. more the spirit of it or like the energy. Exactly. And it's got like Lost Ones is one of the best songs to come out of the Fuji's camp I, ever. I mean, just people still to this day don't know was she talking about LL Cool J? Was she talking about Wacom? Uh, you know what I mean? She was. That's a diss track. Yeah. That's, that, diss that's my track. favorite song on that album. It's uh, that's such a strong yeah. opening song. I get it though. I understand. You know, a lot of you know she's singing, she's crying on the album <laughs> and stuff like that. It's, you know, it, it but, is a highly emotional rap album. If we're gonna try to put a, it in this it's running, a, still a rap album. I can't, I can't. I can't give. I mean, <laughs> that means I gotta call Beyonce a rapper now. No, I can't do that. Come on. I can't do that. Beyonce ain't drop. Man, it's a, YouTube. Beyonce is, ain't never drop bars. I know. If you listen to this, <laughs> when the Grammys, when I mean, uh, when the Fugees won the, won the Grammy, their first Grammy, uh, I think who's the uh, the dude, the talk show radio host, the most famous dude, um, Seacrest. No, not Seacrest. Uh, Dick Clark? Stern? No, no, no. Casey Kasem? Uh, no, that, no. Uh, he made a movie. I can't think of his name right now. He was on E. <laughs> Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I smoke weed, too. Um, Howard Stern asked Lauren Hill some, some like inappropriate question, right? Okay. At the Grammys, after they had just won. And Lauren freestyles her answer to him hmm. in a dope-ass freestyle where she's talking shit about him. Just... She's a rapper, dog. She's, okay. a, yeah. she's a rapper. I have to go back and check the footage. Check her. She's a rapper. That's just, you know, I'm just putting that out there. For the ladies. That's come, a good pick. Come to my shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna piggyback onto that, and uh, my next pick is The Score by the Fugees. Oh, oh Dirty Fool. I see you trying Which, to undercut his arm. Yeah, I, th- okay. I, do, I do think of the two. I think it's the better album. And it's also, I have memories around The Score. I saw one of my best concert memories i saw the fujis the roots and the goody mob in a small club in madison wisconsin the day the score went platinum and it was such a great fucking show they put on a real good show the fujis do and i hadn't even bought the album by that point because it like it went platinum in like a week like it, it, it blew up really quick and I remember we had never heard anything like it. Yeah, yeah well, Real because talk. I like Nappy Heads. I like, yeah. I like that first album. Nappy Heads was a great single, mm-hmm. but that album wasn't great. It was up and down. And and then that first single from the score, which I think was Fuji La. Yeah, I remember seeing that and being like, "What the fuck happened to them? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> the best up. song I've ever heard." Blew up. And then that whole album from front to back was just really strong. Oh, it had damn. so many great that was singles. A damn good album. They covered "Killing Me Softly" like just as a straight cover. Crushed it. That was fucking amazing. It was. 
it's such a such a great album. I actually, you know, I love the Fugees. I like uh, Wyclef and Lauren separately and together. Shouts out to Prize. Uh, you know, Prize. You know, <laughs> yeah. Prize had the money, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know he did. He was the yeah. Eric P. of the operation. <laughs> he totally was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I wish that album wouldn't have hit as hard if it, as, as it did hit. I still think he, <laughs> really? I think if that album would have went better than Nappy Heads, but, but, you know, like, you know, got a little praise out of yeah. it. Like a De La Soul Stakes is High type album. You know, yeah. people yeah. love it. Kept, keep you humble. It would have kept them humble and kept yeah. them doing more stuff, man. Because that mm-hmm. album broke them up pretty much. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it really did. When that much money started flowing in. And Lawrence started getting all that love. Funny how money changes situations. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. There it is, man. Damn it, that's a good song. Woo. All right, Quincy, what's your next pick? My next pick... Uh, from a cat who honestly has to be in the running for greatest rapper of all time because the man has covered every facet of hip-hop. And uh, this album is my favorite album of his catalog, so I got to put it on the list. Jay-Z's The Blueprint. Ooh, ah, like, this right. is... You're getting prime time Jay-Z lyrics on backpack Kanye beats. Rick Rubin was still wearing sandals at the time. Like, it was a, it was a perfect alignment of hip-hop and celebrity intertwining and not selling out still being raw but taking it to another level so gotta give it to the blueprint I'm right there I I love that I love that album I'm a huge Jay-Z fan mm-hmm. I love that album that was like probably the last time I saw Jay-Z in concert okay at a small I was at the Fillmore San Francisco small venue yeah uh, I was close too but yeah he was he was still hood he was still riding the buses, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But um, that album is great. That's a great album. Yeah, yeah. And it gave us something else to think about on nine eleven, totally. Because that's the day it came it out. Did so. drop on that. a lot of albums dropped on nine eleven. Yeah, there were some good ones. Bob Dylan had a great album that came out on nine eleven. Good day for music. <laughs> <laughs> Just all around songs about oh, it after. It really, oh, really good. Uh, but yeah, the blueprint. That's. Mm-hmm. That's a really strong pick. That's probably my favorite Jay-Z album. One of them. I like the Black mm-hmm. album a lot, too. That was a good I one. like all of Jay-Z's albums, mm. including Kingdom Come. And yeah, I said that live. I, like I broadcast Come. that. Kingdom Come had it its takes, moments. You take your life in your hand saying yeah. that out loud. Sometimes a king has to fall down, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes he has to trip up to realize, you know, he has to get punched in the face a little bit so he can come back stronger. And he did. Uh, he His really second did. album was kind of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. With the Joe Camel and everything. Yeah. The Life of Times. <laughs> I still dug that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it was yeah, it had some up and downs. All right. Uh Greg, what's your next pick? I'm gonna have to actually uh piggyback on Quincy with this. Uh I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, but my favorite Jay-Z album of all time is uh Reasonable Doubt. Oh, there it is. Classic. Should have went triple. Jay-Z. Uh <laughs> I mean, this is the the reasons you guys love Jay-Z is because of Reasonable of uh, uh, because of Reasonable Doubt. That's the guy he's playing. But he's not that guy anymore. But that's the guy you guys are in love with. The, right. The hood Jay-Z, the hustler Jay-Z, the smooth Jay-Z. But still, you know, I mean, the evils. I mean, Jay-Z was really taking us to hood church and like uh, a gangster's church. Yeah. Reasonable Doubt. I love that album. Yeah. Biggie. Uh, oh, man. Uh, then the feeling it. Oh, you know, Jay-Z's talking about smoking weed, but telling people that when you smoke weed, you're dumb because the, the weed make your, your mind ain't right with your money and shit. Mm-hmm. But he's still, yeah, it was just a great album. Great yeah. album, hands down. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a surprising album because I remember him from songs with Jazz. Remember Jazz? Oh, Jazzo. No doubt. Then, Hawaii mm-hmm. Selfie. Yeah. They yeah. had that song, The Originators, where they were like yeah. rapping 5,000 words a second. Yeah, Foosnick and shit. That was the style, dude. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal was an honorary Foosnickin. Foo That's so great. What's up, Doc? Can oh, we rock? Hip-hop. Can we rock? Oh, I would. I, I could argue. I would make an argument that that is one of the best hip hop songs of all time. <laughs> What's up, Doc? Can first we rock? Album was all right. I I had it. On the CD. flow, the uh, fun. That's a great uh, rap single. Oh, hip hop! Don't you love hip hop? <laughs> I really do. I just love it. <laughs> It's so like a, much fun. A transitioning girl, you know what I mean. You can just see her having a punk stage. Her just, I want to party and do Molly. You know, it's just she's all over the map. Because it's so young. It's like very it's like young. it's like um, like my age basically. It's coming like back a, around. I mean, like the stuff, all this little yachty shit. Yeah, it's very much like old old hip hop. Very much yeah. old Bismarcky 
freestyle mm-hmm. yeah. hip hop where it's just a goofy, nice beat, <laughs> some booties, you know. That's it. We're going to get a, 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 a lovable chubby dude. Once you see him come back, then it's going to go back full circle yep. to gangster rap again. You know it's coming. A lovable, when you see a lovable chubby rapper come out, you know things are about to get weird. They tried full to have circle. Shaw Kingston, right? They tried, to, they tried to make him all lovable. Then he tried to get hard. And then he you see what happened crashed his goddamn you see what they did jet to Bow wow. ski. Bow Wow was oh. the was the was the oh. poster boy. Oh Bow Wow. And then he, you know, internet made him want to do some push-ups. Now nah, what happened is Little Way got good. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what destroyed Bow Wow is Little ah. Way got real good. Yeah, man. Yeah. All out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like he sold his soul to the devil or something. How do you go from four hundred degrees syrup. to the carter? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That's it. Y'all don't want to drink that much cough syrup, but at some point in time, it you activates you. He you got know? good over like two summers. Yeah. He was in camp. He was putting in work like Kobe. He got so good, they even put that on the album. It was like, how did you develop <laughs> like this? Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened to uh, Bow Wow. <laughs> Fuck Bow Wow. <laughs> Garbage. And uh, uh, we do have honorable mention Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> of course. Yeah. We, we we agreed not to put it on the list just because we didn't want to monopolize the votes. <laughs> oh, man. That dude. I remember Reasonable Doubt. I had a copy of that. I used to work at a McDonald's inside a Walmart. Nice. And Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. And I used to trade people meals for CDs. Why not? There was this one dude who worked in electronics, and we stored all of our shit in the back room. So I would just like tell him, I want this CD, and he would go slip it in our storage area. And I would give him a free meal. And I got Reasonable Doubt, the first copy of it I ever had, that way. But it was from Walmart, so it was censored. Oh, oh I forget that they did. But that. I still listen to the shit out of it because <laughs> oh, yeah. it was such a good album. Still great. But still great. That, yeah, that part was obnoxious. All right. I will uh, get to my next pick. This is, this is more of a sentimental favorite. Dark Horse. I, I don't, yeah, this is a Dark Horse. I don't know if anyone else... Is is gonna feel as strongly as I do about it. <laughs> uh, it's an album by E Forty called "In a Major Way." West Coast classic, right there. Oh, it was a West Coast classic for me for a long time. West Coast rap. There, well, well, for me for rap music, there was New York, and I think for a lot of people, there was New York and Los Angeles, and there were rappers elsewhere. But it was always kind of like, yeah, they're they're rappers, but they're not that great because. Yeah. To me, I grew up on like New York rappers, like people who are actual rappers, like mm-hmm. good, like wrote really great lyrics. And then there was Too Short, so it was kind of like there was L.A. and Too Short. Mm-hmm. And Too Short was great, but he wasn't a great rapper. Yeah. Like he wrote nursery rhymes about fucking, totally, basically. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. And so I never really respected it that much. And then E-40 came out, and I was like, oh my God, who the fuck is this guy? Like... He would make up words. I remember he said esophagus on one song. <laughs> I think that was on Sprinkle Me, which yeah, is on was, this album, which Sprinkle Me is one of my favorite rap songs of all fucking time. E, that E40, is one of the most perfect songs E40 ever made. He is one of the few rappers who decided I will just come up with my own vocabulary to make my yeah. rhymes always work. Yeah, and he he like he is entertaining as Fuck. Very industrious too, man. Yeah, industrious. and he's still he's still he's still, still great. Oh, still relevant. He's still like can still give you a hot guest verse on a track. We'll drop a not a classic, but a solid album. You'll get two or three bangers off of it. He yeah. needs he needs a classic though. Like I feel like E Forty should. He did a he did like a feature on somebody's song like maybe two two or three years ago, and I was like, oh, Forty man, you need to actually like drop drop an album. And get like all the hot beats, you know. Yeah. Like just get everybody's hot beats and drop that an one album. album. Would tell me when to go was kind of it was that was a hitter. That it, whole album was, was a that hitter. his. Yeah. That was a too short album though. I think that was a too short song. I think wasn't no, it? Tell me when to go is an E forty. Oh song. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. I'm thinking what, of blow the whistle. Is that though? Is that no? That's yeah. That's too yeah. But that was just one. How many hitters did he have on that album? He had a couple. He, that was a nice. In a stretch. major way, is his classic album. That's, true. Okay. that's no, like no, a perfect that fucking album. That's. Two, you know, forty was a lot like Tupac for me. Like I remember hearing forty and uh, on the East Coast, and I'm like, "Who is this dude?" You, know? <laughs> yeah. that you made the face. <laughs> Who is this dude? And, is but that? you know, living on the West Coast, and you know, you start going through these hoods of Vallejo, and you start going to all these parties in the Bay, and they rep for them guys so hard. You start mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay, all right, I get it now. 
I see how like you know flipping your own words is is his thing and yeah I I dig forty okay took me a little bit but I, I dig forty I dig him I take a forty out of my ball cap and slam it down my esophagus <laughs> that's the line from Sprinkle Me God damn it he's great Sprinkle Me Mike Sprinkle Me Mike Quincy what's your next pick uh, my next pick people are probably gonna hate it because of the artist in question and Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Love that album. <laughs> he did drop that Fat Albert uh, freestyle that <laughs> killed the game. No. Uh, Kanye West, arguable, arguably one of the greatest rappers of all time. Totally. Most I- iconic on many a level. Uh, this is hands down his masterpiece, unless TurboGrafx-16 is amazing, which it most likely will be. But I don't know if any album he ever makes will live up to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes. That album, front to back. Even the skits, beats, different emotions, the flow, it's just, it's, it's perfection. It's a great album. Yeah. That album is perfection. It's, de- it's definitely my favorite Kanye West album. Kanye, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even, I mean, I look at Kanye, I feel like all of his albums are like one. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because he, he's the perfect, uh, the perfect example of somebody that really shows who they really are. You know, mm-hmm. he changes every Every three albums. I mean, every album, man. He's yeah. a different person. Yeah. yeah. That's a great album. Great album. Hands down. That's... But all of his albums are great, though. No, no. Graduation is great. College Graduate. Dropout still holds Jesus up. I was jamming it. Yeezus all is All of them are great. Yeah, 808 and Heartbreaks is his... Average. Is average. Oh, but God. For anybody else, it's a great album. <laughs> no. It's a great it, album. Oh, if you have... If you have okay, I'm telling you 808 and Heartbreaks is a great album. Fall in love with a girl... And let and, and let that break your heart. And listen to eight oh eight to heart. Listen to eight oh eight to heartbreak. And listen to Phil Hartman. No, not Phil Hartman. Phil um, <laughs> Phil Collins. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> Phil Hartman. <laughs> that, I got real deep, right? <laughs> no, listen to Phil Collins. And listen to eight oh eight to heartbreak, man. And you will. I mean, it, it just my my man was hurt. He was hurt, man. And that album is pure pain, dog. It's all yeah. emotion. Beautiful. Okay. Pure pain. Yeah. Those I beats. Can see that. But yeah, all of, I'm a Kanye fan. He's my uh, he's hands down I'm my favorite rapper. Getting goosebumps. Hip hop favorite album. artist of all time. And all of his albums are great, but great. my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, it's that's great the album. Yeah. Album. Creme de la Creme. It's got I, monster on it. I like yeah, the videos yeah. they made for him. Mean, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. definitely his thriller. That's that's a good pick. <clears throat> it's his thriller. All right. Greg, what's your next pick? Okay, I'm gonna go straight West Coast on this one, guys. Uh I'm going with the man you all know and love. Uh, Tupac Shakur, all eyes on me. Mm. Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Tupac, can somebody tell Tupac to shut up? No, he will not <laughs> shut up. I don't care if I got shot eight times and I got shot in the balls. I'm still gonna tell everybody how I feel. Tupac, yo man, this dude crazy. I remember on the West. I remember on the East Coast, just like watching this shit. I'm like, this dude, what is? <laughs> This, everybody's trying to kill him. <laughs> he's rapping about it. And he's ra- he rapped about it. Yeah. You know, a back reincarnated. I mean, <sighs> I, 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 yeah, I knew Tupac was going to die. I was like, this dude ain't going to make it. Yeah, you know yeah, like, yeah. we all. It's, it's, you, you're not going to see this as Tupac for AARP. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, <laughs> not going to happen. It's going down. And all this shit. I mean, the, 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 the Black Panther shit and the, you know, going against the feds and trying to. Form his own government. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude is done so, but I love yeah. him. Love him. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think my favorite Tupac album was uh Me Against the World. Yeah, that's a good one. That, too. that if I put a Tupac album on the list, that would have been it. But All Eyes on Me, it's yeah, a good man. pick. Yeah. Double album. Double. Death Row Classic. I wonder why they call you bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh my next pick. <clears throat> I am going to go with De La Soul's mm. second album, De La Soul is Dead. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. They, their first album's great. Mm-hmm. Three Feet High and Rising is mm-hmm. really great. But they also could very easily have painted themselves into a corner with that wearing hippie Paisley shit. Alternative rap and, shit. Yeah. PM like Dawn they were, rap, man. Totally. PM yeah. Dawn type shit. That's yeah. Like, that, that was that's the swag ex- that the consultants told them to go with. Yeah. And as great as that album was, if they had kept that shit up for three or four more albums, they'd be arrested development, <laughs> basically. 
Like we wouldn't give a totally. fuck about them anymore. That's a beautiful analogy. That's a beautiful analogy. <laughs> but then that second album comes out. Ring Ring is the first single, and it's it's way harder than any De La Soul song. They're talking about fighting people in the club, which was an actual thing. They like yeah. someone came up to them in the club because they were on all this peace and hippie stuff. And like wanted to fight them, and they fought them, and they fucking beat the shit out of these dudes because they were like, "Look, that's just what we do on albums." But we're still from New York, we're still from right? Malvern. Yeah, you know we're I mean? still fucking money earning Malvern. <laughs> and uh, De La Soul is dead. It's still such. I mean, the thing you can hold against both of those albums is the skits. Obviously, mm-hmm. like they inflicted that on the world <laughs> because Three Feet High and Rising is the first album, unless I'm mistaken. That had skits, yeah, and then they really, yeah. they really leaned into it on that second was it, was album. It the first one, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah okay. I'm pretty all sure right, it was. Right. And uh, but the songs, if you can fight through all that, <laughs> those songs on that second album are so fucking amazing. And it really, like, that was a really pivotal moment for them, where they could have been just kind of a corny joke group, and they like they're another group that every album they pretty they change, oh, like they're yeah. different every time out, and they're. Still doing it. They are. They're great. Their last album was super dope. Yeah. Made two chains like relevant and conscious hip hop Mm -hmm. type. Yeah. Yeah, man. Super dope. Yeah. Glenn Tucker says, my problem with De La Soul is it introduced skits on albums. (laughs) Yeah. They did. I didn't know it was them that did it. Yeah, they did. It's their fault. Still great, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No No with that. All right. Quincy, what's your last pick? My final pick. And this is my Dark Horse pick, guys. Uh, I know a lot of people don't even know what this album is. But this album has two of arguably the greatest lyricists of all time teaming up to be in what was probably the greatest black supergroup duo in rap history. Yes, including OutKast and UGK. The only reason these guys aren't in the running is because they only made one album and then one mixtape. Because most deaf can't keep his mouth shut and got deported to Africa. But Black Star's Black Star album is hands down one of the greatest hip-hop albums you will ever have the privilege of listening to. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, they're very... I call them like the updated version of uh, Q-Tip and Fife Dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? They really complement each other very well. Uh, you know, most deaf... Speaking like he got grits in his mouth, <laughs> you know. I take I, you always know, at breakfast. Always, I, you know, it's just it works for him though. It works for him so good. It makes everybody listen to him. He's like Ron Punches. You know what I mean? <laughs> it makes everybody listen. I see what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, I see a trick. But uh, great album. Very conscious, conscious brothers. Yeah, I man. Dig and that's a, that's one of the fir- that's possibly the first album I ever owned that you could play start to finish without skipping or fast forwarding on the cassette. Like you would just let it play. Dope. Love yeah. the album artwork too. Oh yeah, great yeah. artwork. Brown. Yeah, I wish that Aretha Franklin uh, mixtape would have been able to drop because I was they they a couple of years ago. Talib and Most put together a, a album that featured only Aretha Franklin samples. What? But they couldn't get them cleared. Oh man, just put that. Just put it on YouTube, dog. Yeah. They, they put a couple out, but you know that that cease and desist with that with that old money. They didn't want to mess with They need to just put those tapes in a bag uh, and hand them to someone. You you can look up on YouTube. They have Aretha as the first track. They even performed it on uh, Kimmel. Oh, really? Yeah, they performed it on Kimmel, and then the project got shut down. But if you look it up on YouTube, Blackstar, Aretha, man, come on. You already know. That's the track. Sounds dope. It's a a beast. Yeah. I would have liked to have heard that. That's a great pick. Greg, what's Uh, your last pick? Last pick. Um... We are powering through this. Love like forty minutes in. This is one of my. You had this one on your uh, on yours too, Todd. Um, uh, Slick Rick, uh, the Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Uh, one of my favorites, man. I mean, <laughs> look, I was I was listening to this interview with Leor Cohen um, when he was like the president of Def Jam back in the day, and he was just talking about when they met Rick and when they got him and when they signed him. He was like. This was our big. This was like signing LeBron James. You get a black dude from England, yeah, moves over to the states with this English accent and can flow. I mean, who doesn't love this dude? And the children's story, one of the best rappers, storytellers. Hey, young world. I mean, it was and it was like the pure essence of hip hop back in the, you know the early eighties, man. It was, yeah, it's really beautiful album. Yeah, I th- I thought he was up there with Rakim in totally. terms of really changing the way people approached rap songs. Like he was that's it's one of my favorite albums of all time, not just 
favorite rap albums. I went and stood in line for an hour at record store day to buy. This is like a children's book version really? of the. It's got like a. It's got a children's story, but as a children's book. Hmm. Oh, and it's it's I, I fucking it is one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm very much in favor of that pick. It's fucking love it. Beautiful. And so Rick, man, I mean, he just brought that monarchy to the country, you know, with yeah. hip hop. You know, I'm a king. You know, wearing all this jewelry and the yeah, way he monocle talked. I loved his attitude. Yeah. Like, I've, I've kind of adopted it about podcasts. Like, he he was like, listen, I'm the best rapper. Yeah. But he would also be like, I mean, Big Daddy Kane's fine. He's a friend of mine. I'll yeah. crush him, but he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a and good then he'd guy. be like, but everyone else, I'll just destroy. <laughs> I'm going like, to kill you. I'm, I'm so much better than everyone. And I'm going to look good while doing it. <laughs> it was such a tragedy when he went yeah. to prison because I, so, like, he put out those two albums while he was in prison, but he recorded them like in two weeks, like before. So he, they were really rushed. Like I would have loved to have seen what he did after that album, and the art of storytelling. The album that came out after he was out of prison was a great album. Dope, mm-hmm. but, it was dope. Yeah, that that was always one of the biggest tragedies. I thought was what happened to Slick Rick. Well, my, you know, this is why I get mad about hip hop too. Is that it's like these guys are done. When they're like forty or something, I'm yeah. like, these guys can still flow. Mm-hmm. These guys still have thoughts. I'm like, can somebody give Rick ten hot tracks? Yeah, and let them flow over and put out another. I, I, but, I listen to it. But the crazy part is, and I don't know if it's just like their hip hop upbringing. A lot of these old heads never embraced new media. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. They don't. They they, they don't. it's like it's always been got to be on the label. They could have put out so much independent shit on their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of them are stuck. I mean, these are old New York dudes, too, that don't like... These are dudes that don't tell people anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and we want them to, like, get on Twitter. And, you know, I, I think it's just... It's too much revealing of privacy for them. I don't I don't okay. think these guys... Yeah, they, they weren't built like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, somebody... You know, I would love to hear Eric Sermon album. I would love to hear... Yeah. Red Man. I, I would love to hear Red just spit over, you know... I knew so no a, ID. I knew Red and Meth out. Oh, I that would love be great. that. That would be great. I mean, Rayquan just dropped his new one, and it's yeah. a class. I love it's it. Hit. I thought it's, it was it's hot. It's hot. I'm like, come on, because these young kids. You know, I, look, Kendrick's album is a classic, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just took this to a whole nother. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. All good. Final pick, Monsieur Ted Burton. Uh. Well, I just I, I'm gonna call an audible Ooh. on this Ooh. because I, I was gonna pick Raekwon's first solo album, only Cuban built for Links. Cuban Links, okay. which is a great album. Perfect. But uh, something I realized I had left off my list: uh, Public Enemy. It Ooh. takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Ooh. That was such a such an important album. Like uh, for it's almost hard to explore. Like, did they influence anyone? Did anyone ever sound? Like Public Enemy, it was like they were almost like they couldn't influence anyone because no one was going to sound like Public Enemy. Like what the Bomb Squad did with their production, like they they would make like a beat out of people fucking screaming and a siren going off and they would just put drums under it and it would be the craziest thing you'd ever fucking hear. Their stage shows, they had motherfuckers with Uzis on stage. Oh, man. Full leather outfits. Militant shit. And then Flavor Flav in the middle of that, also putting out great songs. Like on every Public Enemy album, there's one or two really strong Flavor Flav songs. Flav's a musical genius. Flav Flav plays like 40 instruments. He plays all the instruments. (laughs) And that album is just so important to rap music in general. I think it really kicked off kind of like the conscious rap thing. Totally. that was so huge in the late 80s and early 90s. Everybody, I mean, if you, you hear rappers talk about Chuck D, at least like old rappers like uh, LL and Fresh Prince, <laughs> uh, they really <laughs> respected Chuck, man. They really, oh, yeah. You know, they looked up to him a lot. And what was cool about him is as much respect as he got, like I remember an interview, they asked him about MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, there's a reason all those people go to MC Hammer concerts. And like he's always been really honest about like, okay, you're hating this person, mm-hmm. but maybe you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And he's he's honest about one of my favorite, like Tupac just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And Chuck D was, I think, the only rapper to say the honest thing, which is that Tupac didn't really deserve to get in before like LL Cool J 
Eric B and Rakim. Like, there's so, so many people that should yeah. have been in first. Pioneers. And Chuck D was the only person who was like, no, that's not the right pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I love that about him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's super honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are one of the old school rap groups that really embraced social media and, you know, putting stuff out on the internet. They've got like nine or ten albums now that they just self-released and they're all really fucking great. Really? Like they still make really good albums. I didn't know that. And uh, it's it's because they've adapted and kind of done the, you know, they've actually done a better version of what Prince set out to do okay. when he started selling music online and wanted to be just completely independent. Public Enemy's kind of done it, and they've just sort of flown under the radar, but they still have a huge following. And it, you can all trace it back to that album. Is uh, <clears throat> Chuck D's like in a different group now, right? Something. Um, oh, he joined that uh, a group yeah. with the with Dude. the uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I forget who else is in that name group. Name of it. Yeah, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, that's it. Called. That's it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> you got it. Well. So that is uh, that's all the picks. Now we have to start kicking shit off the list. Oh, shit. Let me uh, Hmm. make this bigger so everyone can see it. That's a hard list to kick. Oh, boy. Uh, Who wants to go first? Quincy. All right, fuck it. Uh, Going first. and I know what you're going for. I know what you're going for. I got to snatch off (laughs) Miss Education of Lauryn Hill. I got to. It's an R&B album. I cannot have it in the running for greatest rap album of all time. I can't. Just my conscience won't let me sleep at night. That's harsh. Very harsh. Greg, what are you kicking off first? Uh, I got to kick off E-40 in a major way. You motherfucker. <laughs> I got to get, get his word, get his Webster Dictionary ass out of here. Respect an underdog, <laughs> God damn it. I am going to... Mm, I'm going to kick Equemini off the list because okay. Quincy was clearly thinking of Stan Coney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I do drugs, and I, I, do, I made this list when I was high. Quincy, what and are you have, cutting next? Uh, I'm going to be cutting. Can you scroll up a little bit here? Oh, yeah, just sorry. A, just, a, just a skosh for me, please. That's what oh, Okay, now left. this is ugly. Ooh, this is ugly. I'm going to have to go with De La Soul. De La Soul is dead. You? Oh, man. I'm just, I, I mean, in terms of looking at this list, that one's not even shouldn't even be mentioned with some of the some bitches up up there right now. Uh, you're out of your goddamn mind. But that's fine. That's fine. That's how this works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Greg. All right. Um. Oh man. I'm gonna have to take out Jay Z the Blueprint. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna bitch. have to cut the Blueprint. You could have just said Reasonable Doubt. It's right there. Nah, that, <laughs> that's a better album. <laughs> That's a yeah. That's a controversial cut. Jay Z still up there. He's Blueprint, still up there. Yeah, he's. I suppose. <laughs> all right, no one's gonna like this, but I gotta cut all eyes on me. Oh, I think out of everything on there, it's the Ooh. it's the, the album I care Ooh. about the least. I uh, I'm 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 ups- I am disappointed. I like it. I love it. So uh, who did we decide is doing the save? Bob Love Rate. Bob Love Rate. Are you still in the building, sir? Are you still out there? Bob Love a Lover. Let's see uh, what he saves. What do, what do we think is going to get saved? Uh, yeah, I get it. Everyone's saying save Tupac. Whatever. <laughs> you need to save that I, I bet that you he's going to save Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Everybody loves Tupac. Save De La Soul. Obviously. Save the blueprint. Da- <laughs> he saved De La Soul. Oh, come there on. There it is. Bob, man. That's a, that is Bob, a... Bob is, Bob is fake news. He's a Twitter egg. He doesn't have a, a profile <laughs> picture. Calls you fake news. Don't he's, a, he's a he's a bot from Russia. I, That's I want we've... him checked. I want him checked now for verification. It's because we force people to have a Facebook to watch these. So I think some people just. I think there are people that create Facebook pages just to watch this shit. Nice. All right. So, uh, Greg and Quincy, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to put the poll up. All right. Uh, when... What what do we think is going to win? Hmm. That's a hard one. I think um, I'm going to give Nas Illmatic, man. <sighs> That's going I mean, because it's just, it's the one everybody mentioned. Well, can you say that? I, I mean, people. And are, I mean, you took the blueprint off, so there's nothing to run against it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Really? Even Jay-Z would be like, oh, I don't know, dog. I mean, <laughs> That's the album I always wanted. <laughs> Jay-Z would trade in Beyonce for Nas Illmatic. <laughs> 
He's like, can I, for real? It's mine now? I just got to give her to you. <laughs> and I get the I credit get, for I this album. That? Oh, he would, t- he'd do, he wouldn't even blink an eye. He'd be like, I get another Beyonce, dog. There ain't nothing. I can make her. <laughs> I just get Rihanna. Only one, Illmatic. Yes, only one. All only right. Only one. But that, you know what? That Cole album, I mean, no, that Cole, but um, that Cole album was dope too. But um, that this damn album? Man, it's, it's pretty great. It's like, feeling like an Illmatic to me a little bit. It's, it's getting up there. Cause it's like, feeling like w- it. The first time I listened to it, there were like two songs. So I was like, uh. The second time I listened to it, it was one song, and it was a totally different song because it, it had already grown on mm-hmm. me that much. It was okay. Yeah, man. He flipped it. And then he put a love song on it. I mean, I was like, duh. I can fuck the Kendrick now. <laughs> <laughs> like, my girl would be cool with this. Oh, man. Just got to get one in there. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I, one? I can't get one. I remember Lil Wayne got like a little slow song on, uh, on a card or two. Uh, yeah. Grown man. I was like, look at him. He got, little, <laughs> he got a little dance with your big booty girl song. It's nice, man, for the thugs. Nah, he just had to make a, a couple songs with T-Pain. That's all you need. <laughs> what happened to T-Pain? T-Pain? Why do we hate the auto-tune so much? <laughs> Jay-Z did it. Jay-Z yeah, killed J- him. What a great oh, song that is. Killed him. DOA, I fucking yeah. love that song. And then Black he said, album, I'm not even talking about Yeezy. I'm talking about you other cornball. Yeah. Oh, destroyed him. Which, I mean, look, T- look, T-Pain okay, kind of okay. had that coming. Uh, yeah, I, understand, I understand your anger, Chris, but <laughs> Chronic... Chronic can't be on this list because it doesn't hold up. Yeah, the Chronic as an album, single songs off the Chronic. Single songs. You can take songs off the Chronic, and it's like, yo, that's explodes. Then I explode. Oh, you talking about Chronic Two K? Are you talking about two? Are you talking about Chronic Two K One or Chronic? Either way, I don't think ain't no not ain't no fun. Which one is on the Chronic? The first Chronic, the Nate Dogg track. Um, That's on. No, there's a Nate Dogg track on Chronic, isn't there? Yeah, I think it's ain't no fun, isn't it? I'm is pretty sure it's, that is okay. No, if this ain't no fun, then yeah, that's a classic right there. That's a oh, that a, a, a timeless. That's no, G uh, G thing is doggy style. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, I, I really love Chronic 2001 though. I mean, that's a great. That's a really yeah. Good, let me ride is a classic. It's a great album. It's let me ride is a classic. You know, but again, see, and this <laughs> this goes into that that then this is another reason why a Dre album bothers me because that album is so heavily sampled. Well, like in terms yeah. of the music. Yeah. Well, he he had people replay the samples. Yeah. Okay. I, to I, his credit, okay. Like he had yeah he had musicians okay. play them. But live. like if you uh, I know there's an old episode uh, Patrice O'Neill did way back in the day on ONA Radio where he just played the hip hop song and or he just played the the original sample and you listen to it and go that's the entire Dre song. Yeah. They, all they added yeah. was like a ding. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. There's, well, there's a lot of that in rap music though. Dre shouldn't. Dre should never rap. <laughs> no, no. Dre, yeah, even when someone writes his rhymes, it's he bad. Never rap. Just, just, yeah, man. You're a phenomenal producer. You make very awesome beats, but don't ever stick hold a that. microphone in your hand. Yeah, because you like, made yeah. Timberland think he could rap, and that's how we got stuck with Timberland and Magoo twice. Yeah. Oh my god. Twi- they're, two they're from my town, and they performed in Virginia, and Ooh. we throw CDs back at them. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad they are. Yeah, I loved on No Vaseline by oh. Ice Cube when he said. Ooh. Told Dre to stick to producer. <laughs> See, oh, uh, Cube killed them so hard, man. Yeah, Steve, uh. we we had talked about this as well. Why we can't put like a Kendrick album on this list just yet? Oh, no, because too young. he's he's too young. He's still yeah. capable of dropping another album that's even more classic than this. They're his best album right now. So yeah. I almost put still, run, like, the run the jewels. jewels we couldn't put on album. there. They're still too young. Still, still yeah. All right. Young. Let's see where we're at right now in terms of voting. Nobody voted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, Illmatic's losing. Right now, number five right now is the score by the Fugees. Number mm. four is Illmatic by Nas. Number three, wow. Notorious Big, Ready to Die. Who's that number one spot though? Number two, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Number one, NWA Straight Out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Wow. Straight mm-hmm. out of Compton is number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Reasonable doubt is number. Oh, you guys. Oh, I think I man. forgot to tell people the poll was up also. Oh, uh, he'll so tell the poll people the poll is up. up. Yeah, the poll's up if you want to vote on the page. We're going to we're gonna leave it up for two minutes. Kanye's no. number two? No, I love Kanye. Hey, he deserves to be. I, okay, well, my question, Quincy. We will never see Kanye West the same again. We don't need to. Never again. I was having this conversation at a bar the other night. When, when a, a guy was talking about... Uh, 
Kanye is the best performer, a live concert that he's ever seen with all the the stage and the lighting mm-hmm. and the ice mountains and shit. And I told him I was like, Kanye's never doing that again. He he's not gonna have the energy. He just he's yeah, he's, probably he's not. Different dude. Now he'll make dope albums, but he'll never be that that same concert guy again. I don't mm. think so. Nah. He he had a rough 2016. Yeah, man, he had a rougher one in America. He had a rough. <laughs> <laughs> he had a rough 9/11. You know what I mean? Like he just got a rough everything. Yeah, he, he just because he's so talented. He is. But so, he really is. He don't know how to say no though. He don't know how to shut up. Yeah. Well, that's not knowing how to say no, huh? And not listening. You know, you know some cats, some some nice OGs told him like, yo, man. I, I, I like it. I like it, dog. Believe me. Hmm. I know where it's, where it's got you, but you got to learn to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> you know? Like everybody has to. Everybody, you know, you got to. All right. We are. You got a tie uh, right now, baby. Yeah. Mm, no. We got a tie. No, it's 15, 14. Cause there's oh. 13 and two more. But we're going to refresh right now. Come on, Nas. I mean, look, Kanye deserves this crown. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a classic album. You guys just let it win, you know? All right, here we go. Number five, Black Star sneaking into the top five. There we go. Deserved it. Deserved it. Number four, best rap album of all time, Notorious Big, Ready to Die. Deserves it. Number three, Nas, Illmatic. I feel like that should have been higher. Look at this list, though. Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, number number two. Should have been number one. Number one, NWA, straight out of Compton. Mm. Now people were like, were they were they talking about the movie or the album? <laughs> <laughs> it deserved an Oscar nomination. All right. I was uh I was about to say no love for uh, public enemy, but it looks like I forgot to put that on the list. <laughs> so that would explain why that got no votes. It's all good. I am disappointed with Slick Rick oh, when we get three. You know, it's just a lot of young heads. Yeah. Go they listen don't to Slick. You don't get it. That's such a great album. He's a great uh, man. First song's a little prob- problematic <laughs> if you're if you're that type. Gonna gonna level with you. It's called Treat Her Like a Prostitute. <laughs> and it's uh it's not one of rap music's best moments. But after that, stellar fucking oh, album. Yeah. So uh just this had was... to get that out the way. <laughs> Wait, so, Rob. What would you have voted for? Rob just came in and said he was too late to vote. You want to do a swing vote? It wouldn't. It wouldn't matter actually. At the end of the day, so. Uh, Chris uh, Giamondaguay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Still don't know if that's how you pronounce the name. Says discuss thirty six chambers. Oh, all right. It, yeah, I mean, we all only had five picks each, and for me, Ready to Die and Illmatic were more. Because those three came out around the same time, totally. Ready mm-hmm. to Die, mm-hmm. Illmatic, and 36 Chambers. Yep. And I feel like it was the third best out of those three. Oh, no, most definitely. Yeah. And it's not my favorite. It, it's probably the best Wu-Tang group album, but it's definitely mm-hmm. not. Like, there's so many Wu-Tang albums. Yeah. Like, the, the Raekwon album is better than oh, yeah. 36 Chambers, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, it's better than most, most Wu-Tang albums in general. Uh, so I would have put that on the list before, and I almost did, but then I switched to Public Enemy and then forgot to write that down <laughs> on the final list. But uh, yeah, it it I mean I get it. We just can't put everything on the list. Yeah, Wu's dope. Yeah, I mean I think all of them singly have had dope tracks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I like Thirty Six Chambers. I like uh, shout out to RZA. RZA's out there directing terrible episodes of yeah. Iron Fist right now. Shout RZA's, out to him. Man, that's a that's a genius dude, man. Yeah, man. Just to keep all those dudes together? Chance the Rapper's coloring book would never be mentioned. No. Never. I, I like Chance. You know, I like him. His mixtapes are better than his album, and his album wasn't better than uh, Life of Pablo. So let's just leave it at that. Chance is a good, he's a good young cat. Keep it up, Chance. All right. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. <laughs> keep it up. You'll be fine, Chance. Hey man, hey, man, you got endorsement deals. You selling tequila now, yeah, Tit- Kit Kats? You got hats? Hey, Chance, man. Good, Live your know. dream, bro. Yeah, man, keep wearing your jumper. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Mario hat. <laughs> the number three on it, man. Nice. Do we... Mario hat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Mario hat? <laughs> this dude sleeps with condoms on, man. You know? it's just like, he's living real good. No worries. <laughs> Quincy, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, guys, I don't know where you respectively live, but if you're in the Los Angeles area, uh, 
I got a show with this young man, as a matter of fact, Mr. Oh, Greg yeah. Edwards, Hell May yeah. 10th at the Hollywood Improv. Hollywood Improv. Blame social media. Was that 9 p.m. or 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. 8 p.m., guys. $5. Wednesday the 10th, $5 come through. We're, we're going to talk trash about comedian social media presence. Totally. It's the most fun you can have on uh, on a Wednesday at 9 p.m. Direct PM, message, Quincy, too, or myself, and we'll get you in there for free, man. want to get on that free guest list. Yeah, we man. just gave the offer here live. It's all Boom. love. It's all love. I'll pay for you. Just come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy you a drink. Buy me a drink. <laughs> he'll pay. You, he'll pay for your ticket. You buy him a drink. Everybody wins. And then uh, May 19th, I'm at the Green Bar Distillery in downtown Los Angeles. Come through. Yeah, player. Greg, what do you got to plug? Uh, I'm just gonna plug Blame Social Media one more time. That's next Wednesday at the Hollywood Improv Lab, and also I do a, a backyard comedy show every two weeks. Uh, in Hollywood. Uh, the address is 1243 1243 North Gower Street. It's called The Workout Room. Uh, it's a fun comedy show. Cats do sets and people do uh, open mic sets. And it's all new material. Uh, we provide booze and food. So come through. 8 p.m. Nice. Uh, I am at the Darkest Hour, May 12th, at Westside Comedy Theater in Ow. Santa Monica. Uh, 11.30 p.m., Joe DeRosa is headlining that. Nice. Should be a fun show. And, uh, you know, sign up for uh, the subscription service on Patreon. $5 a month. Get all of our podcasts with no ads. Ten episodes a week. It's fucking, it's it's insane, everybody. And, uh, you know, follow us on the socials, Unpops on Twitter, Unpops.podcast on Instagram. And that's it. We did it, guys. This was a lot of fun. Quincy, Uh, say goodbye. Bye, guys. Greg, say goodbye. Hey, Greg the Grouch on Twitter, too. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Peace.